you're traveling through another dimension. A dimension of not only a film and sound, but mind. A journey into an auditory movie review adventure that must be experienced to be believed. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Doomsday Clock. Week 88, 2 hours 15 minutes to doomsday. All right, babe, so hang on. We've, we've, we've been on the road. We've gone to the beach. Um, we've done some other stuff. What do other like people do during summer? My archives show that a large proportion of human family units regularly banished their spawn to the holiday equivalent of a child internment facility. They referred to it as going to summer camp. So, so hang on a minute. You're saying that people just send their kids away during the summer? There are a number of names for it. However, the result is the same. Their junior meat bags are packed and shipped out for some less than qualified or skilled victims to deal with for the duration. All right, that just sounds weird. Let's just watch a movie. Oh, and find me somebody to watch it with. Sleepaway Camp, 1983. Angela Baker, a traumatized and very shy young girl, is sent to summer camp with her cousin. Shortly after her arrival, anyone with sinister or less than honorable intentions gets their comeuppance. Who is the twisted individual behind these murders? Dear Mom and Dad, I've been at a sleepaway camp for almost three weeks. And I'm getting very scared. Welcome to Sleepaway Camp. Someone is watching you. Hey, Barbara, Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. Sleepaway camp. You won't be coming home. Okay, um, so, hang on. You're here. I'm watching this movie. So, you are exactly... Who, me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, buddy. You, you the guy that's sitting on my couch. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm you, Jeff. Jeff Lown. Jeff. How's it going? You, you're good. You sound vaguely familiar. Uh, if, I, if I if I heard you in the archive, uh, you might have heard my show. You might have heard my show, Fistful of Action. Fistful of Action. That is where I've heard you from. That is an awesome podcast, all about fantastic action, action movies, action. Which one? Which I really, I love an action movie. I love a bit of Van Damme. I love a bit of Stallone. 
Um, and you've covered quite a few in your history. So, uh, good work. Yeah, thank you. But today, we're here to talk about 1983's Sleepaway Camp. With a runtime of 1 hour and 24 minutes, it was directed by Robert Hilzik, best known for writing, directing, and producing this movie, Return to Sleepaway Camp, and for producing something called Toxic Tutu in 2017. Are you familiar with that uh, particular piece of work, Jeff? <laughs> no, I am not. Part of me wants to be, part of me is not really sure based on what I saw in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> All right, this movie stars Felicia Rose as Angela, best known for, well, this movie, 2012's Aliens vs. A-Holes, and having almost 30 low-budget horror movies currently in post-production or filming. Uh, and now by low budget, do you mean she's shooting them herself? Well, look, <laughs> g- given the sheer volume, a lot of this could be happening in her backyard. There you go. Not 100% sure. <laughs> That's but, what I'm uh, thinking. Yeah, they, they've got titles that are just close enough to current blockbusters to be Bloomhouse-ish, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, she does. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen them. I'm not going to uh, not going to check it out. Although I, I am vaguely drawn to aliens versus a holes, just to see if that's some sort of porn thing. <laughs> I got to go look for the poster. All right. This also stars Jonathan Tiersten as Ricky. Best known for this and Return to Sleepaway Camp in 2008. I'm beginning to see a bit of a trend here with the uh, the stars of this movie. Yeah, um, it's just this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clearly, didn't make careers, just caused emotional scars. Now, speaking of emotional scars, finally, this movie stars Karen Fields as Judy, best known for this and absolutely nothing else. She just went, "I'm done. I'm out. I'm finished. I'm not even going to do home porn." <laughs> I might have been the right call. Maybe not. We'll never know at this point. We will never know. First impressions count. Getting into the the, the, the start of this movie, uh, straight away, every person in this movie sounds like an asshole. Oh, they're awful people. All of them. <laughs> they're, they're not good humans. They're just not good humans. They complain, they bitch, they moan, they do stupid shit. I guess that makes them even more realistic, right? You know what? I think there's a fine line. You know, even even your average uh, average a hole has uh, some redeeming qualities. You know, they're nice to animals. I don't know, but like the people in this movie, and especially the kids, like I hate all of them. I hate every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. I I could. Uh, I'm guessing a lot of people do that watch this. Yeah. Yeah, they have to. You know, even the fact that, you know, in 1983, the children have, like, you know, two dads, which is really cool. You know, it's a good, positive message. Sure, one of them gets killed horribly, but, you know, yeah, that'll happen. Um, and speaking of people that should get killed hor- horribly, the, the girl on the water skis, she will not stop screaming. I wanted her to die. I wanted her to drown <laughs> and die horribly. She was on the wrong end of that. Oh, it's just... 
Matt Jake got a hit in. Matt is. She's like, oh, shut up. Please, 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 please shut up. <laughs> it's pretty brutal. It is. It's like, oh, I just wanted her to just die. Uh, now on on the note about people that should die, I, I, I want to talk about I want to talk about mum. I, I want to talk about how fucking creepy and weirdly wooden mum is. With come children, let's be on our way. Uh, se- seriously, she's on big drugs, right? Oh yeah, and uh, it, she she said she filled out their uh, their physical forms or whatever because she is a doctor. Um, yeah. If she is, she's definitely writing herself some prescriptions because. Oh. <laughs> the way she's acting, she's on the good stuff. Oh yeah, she she has no idea what's happening uh, at the best of times. She is on just the hardcore stuff, and quite secretly, I think I want some. Because <laughs> um, oh man, to be that spaced has got to be special. Uh, now, while we're talking about space and someone that doesn't have a lot of space, Councillor Ronnie doesn't appear to have a lot of space in his shorts. They are super tight. <laughs> I only could dream of pulling off a look like that. Uh, <laughs> the muscles, yeah, the shorts, the whole deal. Yeah, it, it says 80s, but it also says a whole lot of other things that are just, yeah. Mm. Uh, he might have stepped uh, off the set of uh, a different kind of movie and came over to this one looking like that. Well, you know what? I don't think he's Robertson Caruso on that one, to be honest, yet. <laughs> there are quite a number of people in this movie that look like they may have stepped out of a very different sleepaway camp movie. Yeah. Um, ones that involved, uh, well, let's just say some skinny dipping and maybe a little bit of, you want to touch my wing. <laughs> um, now, on, on the note of people that like to touch wieners, Judy. Ju- Judy is, well, she's a bitch. Um, but she, she is on to, to get it. She is, if this was more of an 80s movie, uh, she would have had some sort of theme song uh, about, I don't know, hot dogs or something. <laughs> <to go. laughs> she, uh, she has a really, really distinct look where she's like a 42 year old mom trapped in like a 14 year old's body or something. I, she, I don't know. Yes! It's so weird. Seriously, I, 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 have, I have a note further on that says, I swear Judy is 35. <laughs> She's definitely going to ask to speak to the manager wherever she goes. Oh, yes. And speaking of managers, that leads me into, well, at least the head chef, which is Artie. And let's be honest, he got what he deserved. He well and truly got what he deserved. He was not a good human at all. And um, he didn't even try to hide hide the fact of how awful of a person he was. No, (laughs) no, he was up front about it. He's just like, "Mm, yeah, where I come from, we call them (laughs) balls. So gross. And the other chefs are like, "Oh, geez, I don't, I don't know about that, man." But whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah okay, oh, Artie, you and your weird pedo fun. Uh, it's just like, oh my god. He, but like I said, seriously, got what he deserved. But when when he was on the way out uh, on the uh, on the gurney, I, look, if he didn't shit his pants from screaming, <laughs> I don't know what happened because he was giving it everything. Oh, he was. And the when he was before they get him onto the gurney, when he's uh, laying on the floor screaming there it reminded me of total recall when uh arnold uh can't breathe in space and his eyes are like oh, when, popping out of his head it kind of looks when like he's that. out on the surface of mars it's just, oh, oh, yeah. just eyeballs popping out yeah and I, yeah. I was like maybe they named him Artie because it's like arnie or something i don't know a man yeah, could maybe, dream well you know <laughs> you, you gotta be able to link it in and uh 
Maybe, maybe Artie did want to get his ass to Mars. Yeah. Who knows? Um, speaking of people that wanted to get their ass out of there, Mel. Mel is, he's a dirtbag. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's running the place. He's got it under control, but he does not give a fuck about <laughs> anyone. He's just like, no, no, no. <laughs> I was waiting for the magic word and goes, I've got a good lawyer. Yeah. I've got a good lawyer. I'll get out of this. Uh, he, uh, him and Artie aren't too far off, um, no, from each other no. and their beliefs and what they think is right. No, no. Yeah, they, um, hmm. Yeah, fishing out of the very shallow end of the pool and, uh, they should be throwing them back. Yeah. Because, uh, they are, they are not good people. Now, uh, we did touch on it just a little bit earlier, but look, I'm just going to come out and say it. This is a coming out camp, right? Because. <laughs> I think so. They're, uh, this, oh, I mean, look, you know, uh, I'm, I'm 100% comfortable with people that are, um, you know, at home in, in their own skin, but wow. Um, I haven't seen that many guys in crop tops since I went to Mardi Gras. And, <laughs> and these are all supposed to be teens, right? Yeah. Just, you know, anything from like kids that were like sub 10 through to, oh, I don't know, some of them that look like they were ready to, I don't know, maybe go and pick up their W2. Because <laughs> uh, there was something just weird going on there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bizarre, but, uh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the nine zero two one zero teams. I think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes, and, and just to close it out. Um, the power of the mullet is really strong in this group. Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? Mullets, crop tops, and, and uh, booty shorts. <laughs> as far as the eye can see, it's a uh, it's a blessing, is what it is. We were blessed with yeah. this film. <laughs> we, 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 we were blessed, and some of them were were clearly blessed because their shorts were tight enough for us to know. <laughs> Tell me what you learned and keep it nice. Now, in terms of, there's a lot of things to be learned from from this movie. And the first thing I learned is that Judy has a serious resting bitch face. (laughs) Yeah, it's stuck like that. It ain't going nowhere. No, no, she just is just so pissed off. And, you know, look, as you said, if she wasn't called Judy, she would have been called Karen. (laughs) She's so, uh, so vindictive too. Like, it's pretty crazy. And that's you know, that's the bit I didn't get. What what has she got to be so pissed off about? She, yeah, she's she's thirteen or fourteen. I don't, I'm guessing, like allegedly. She, she, yeah, in quotations. Uh, but, but why is she that mad? I don't know. Don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she's got to be so pissed off about. Really, really don't. Um, and the other thing that I learned is that Mel loves a cover up. Oh, you know, I don't, n- nobody heard anything. Nobody saw anything. Yeah, no, he drowned. Um, yeah, you know, d- don't don't say anything thing and i'm there going look everybody heard Artie screaming how could you right. not hear that dude scream um there's no cover there's no cover <laughs> and, and what well, we're talking about cover-ups kenny kenny drowned very easily <laughs> yeah he he got a hand over his head basically like saying you're this tall up against a wall and that yeah. kept him under <laughs> he's like uh-oh yeah and like you know the hand out of the water trying to like you know help help it was more of just a casual wave <laughs> like oh i'm still here oh, i'm still here uh yeah it's just like yeah if, if you drown that easily 
Oh, I don't think you should be swimming. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, it's just, don't yeah, do it, just don't do it. Stay away from canoes in lakes, kids. Now, another thing that I want to stay away from is I never want to see that many pairs of wet, tidy whiteies wow. ever again. Yeah, that was... Uh... Some scene, and it was almost like Calvin Klein uh, models in training because they were just standing there, kind of puffing themselves up and flexing and grabbing. And I was like, What? Why are they doing that? They're showing off for those like four girls that uh, showed up like on the shore and didn't yeah. even come up to them. Like they were nowhere yeah. near them. Yeah, and th- those girls were like, They were already unimpressed. So I'm guessing, you know, look. Let, let's be honest, you can't take a dip in the cold water. It's not doing you any favors. <laughs> no, and I mean, you know it's cold too because I, I didn't check when they shot the film, but you could see their breath. Like, yes. In the nighttime scenes, you could see their breath like pretty clearly. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not, not good. Not, not good. But those, those were some giant nano level pants. Yeah. Um, At one point, and, Mel, um, when Mel tells, uh, Angela to go dry off from that water balloon because she'll catch mm. pneumonia. He should have been telling those kids that were in like the below freezing water to go dry off because they're going to catch pneumonia. Yeah, no, no, we don't worry about that. <laughs> that. That's their problem. They went there voluntarily. So apparently that makes it okay. Right. Now, um, one of the things I did notice is that apparently this crappy camp was brought to you by Pepsi. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was like right on the door to like the rec hall. It was oh. like, ask for Pepsi. And I'm going, really? And I'm like, they zoomed on it about three or four times as if to go, no, 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 they gave us money. We, we, we've got to, we've got to front and center that. We've got to product places. <laughs> we got to get it in two more shots at least. Yeah. And I'm sure at the end of that, someone from Pepsi's going, maybe not the best money. <laughs> who backed Artie and who backed Mel? Yeah. Why, why are we giving this movie any money? Yeah, exactly. You know, let, let's, do we really want to be associated with pedophiles and uh, and psychotic killers? Yeah, a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> um, now, speaking of things of column A, column B, the whole uh, spy on the parents and touching scene was super creepy. Yeah, yeah, there was... There was a couple weird, like, scenes like that. The, I guess the flashbacks are kind of the weirdest part of this movie, but... Yes! What, <laughs> I don't even... Like, I don't know. Every time I watch this, I notice something else, and it's just so bizarre that you have to stop and almost... You have to pause it, and you're like, what the heck did I just see? Like, why? Why did that just happen? <laughs> yeah, well, look, the amount of times that I had to roll this video back and go, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, that's actually what happened. I don't know why. I don't know how. Um, but it happened. <laughs> exactly. And uh, th- this was one of them because it was just weird. I mean, look, you know, when, when, when couples are together, um, that's a special time. And, um, th- those two gentlemen were, they did a lot of touching and patting, which I thought was weird. And that was apparently what the kids took away from, <laughs> from, from that scene that apparently you just touch and pat each other. And that's enough to drive Angela well and truly over the edge. Oh, yeah. That just destroyed her as a kid. I was waiting for one of them to pull out a comb and uh, comb some of that chest hair. Oh yeah, that that was Burt Reynolds level chest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's got to happen. All the padding oh, and stuff. Yeah, maybe get out a little mustache comb. Just do that. <laughs> Sexy. Now, um, speaking of uh, spending quality time with other people, just for the record, Paul, no means no. Yeah. Um, he was not going to give up. No, no, not at all. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, look, typical teenage boy, not that that makes it acceptable, but seriously, he just needed to walk away. Just walk away. I'm sorry, but here, let me try again. But I'm sorry. Yeah, I got to do this here. Stop it. Let me do that. 
<laughs> stop it, stop it. No, 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 you just lie there. Just lie. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, that's so wrong. <laughs> um, now, speaking of things that potentially aren't so wrong, it's really good that Camp had uh, a good level of quality reading material for when you go take a dump. Oh, what did he say? Was it a wicked dump? or like? Yeah, I think he had to take a wicked dump. Now... <laughs> <laughs> that, that seems to me that apparently it's not going to be an enjoyable experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my favorite part about that is like he really emphasized it too. Like, oh yeah, yeah, he, I'll he, go play he softball, sure... but I got to take a wicked dump. Yeah, everybody's going to know that he is going to just go and punish that porcelain. <laughs> he's going to come out. He's going to be bow-legged and maybe feeling a bit hollow because it was going to be wicked. Uh, I think Mountain Dew stole their like marketing from him saying that. <laughs> Mountain Dew, it'll take a wicked dump. Um, from what I understand, it will do something like that to your intestines. <laughs> now, um, for the record, never trust anyone who says, I want to show you something. Because that's Paul's trick to get Angela to sneak away, and then he forces himself on her uh, and gives her a kiss. <laughs> now, um, I know people that have said that, and uh, next thing I know, it's, it's my penis. <laughs> and sure, that's funny. Maybe not in the supermarket, but uh, lesson for you kids at home. Never follow anyone that says, there's something I want to show you. <laughs> no, uh... I mean, you got to figure that's going to turn out bad like 9 out of 10, probably 10 out of yeah. 10 times. Yeah, yeah. 10 out of 10 times is going to be, it's not something that you want to see. Because if, if you really wanted to see it, A, you may have already seen it, or B, they're just going to show it to you. Right. Not pull you aside and show it to you. I can't tell if that's an insult or a courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some of us like to brag, some of us are a little shocked. <laughs> Sorry, I was fluffing it on the way over. How would you like to try something a little different? New movie reviews all the time. See if these films age just like a fine wine. Oh no, we'll jack it up again. TV, games, and more within. Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb are all the rage, but we'll lock those critics up in one cage. The Jacked Up Review Show, every Wednesday evening on Spotify, Podbean, Anchor, and other available podcast apps. I'm sure you've got questions. Ask me anything. <laughs> oh, now, look, we've, we've already said it, but there are a lot of questions generated from this movie, and uh, look, we mentioned Artie earlier, but... Uh, you remember when, when, when pedophiles were funny? <laughs> yeah, no. Neither did I. But apparently, in this movie, 100% okay. No, that's fine. Artie, Mel, yeah, it's all good. Uh, you just get out there amongst those young children. What? And, and you know, <laughs> what I don't get, like, Ronnie, Ronnie was, like, the greatest dude in this movie. He was, like, a stand-up guy. And, like, yes. like when you see it, you're like, oh, he's going to hook up with all the, like, all the people. And he was the best dude. He did not do anything. Yes. No, he was 100% stand-up guy, looked out for everyone, made sure they're okay, but he's just, he seemed totally cool with Mel and Artie. It's like, ah, those dudes, you know, <laughs> always doing illegal stuff, Scar scarring children for life. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> now, 
what is it with the giant pot full of foggy liquid? <laughs> where does a pot like that ever been practical? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Is it is the water boiling? I don't know. It's been on for four days because the pot's too big. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, so there's like a hundred liters of water in there, and it's just. But would did I get a stepladder to put salt in it? <laughs> I, I didn't understand any of that at all. No, there's no convenience in that at all. No, no practicality, no convenience. Or, you know what, if you have to use it, maybe have, you know, like a a, a gas jet on the floor <laughs> or something where, you know what, you don't have to climb up to like look inside it. It's so wrong. So, and just, oh, so many questions about that pot. Drove me crazy. Yeah, something else that drove me crazy, but did ask, made me ask a question. Who says that, you know, Mozart doesn't like sticking his face into other people's butts? Yeah, he does. We know he does. Damn it, Mozart. <laughs> He, he does. He does because uh, while he was the butt of all the jokes, I secretly think he enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. It was all part of his plan. It's just, it's something's ringing at your house. <laughs> yeah. Is that your phone? Uh, no, it's the other room. But okay. Sorry. No. I don't, I don't know why we have a house phone. I know. Right? No one has a house phone anymore. So. Um, where was I? No, we touched on it earlier, but why are there so many people wearing crop tops in this movie? I, I don't understand. Did, did they, were they on sale? Were they unisex? <laughs> yeah, was, they had to have got them like in a, like a bundle package or something. The more you buy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's right. That's weird. Now look, we've got teenagers that go from like eight or nine through to 35. Um, I just need a bunch of tops and they've just gone, look, have these. <laughs> crop tops are half off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, we mentioned it, but. Yeah, how old are some of these teams? Because seriously, um, the, some of them had some pretty. I think it's is it Billy? Billy had some pretty serious chest hair going on. Yeah, he did. Billy did. Um, I don't know the teens. The teens in quotation marks seem to range anywhere from like thirteen to like sixty six. Like, yeah, I, I, they just I, retired just, some of them, and they're like, I guess I'll go play a teen in this movie. Yes, hello, fellow fellow children. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Weird um, but I'm, I'm going to step away from that and, and ask you a question. We, we touched on uh, how easily people drown, but um, so were there actual turtles and snakes in the lake? Because uh, <laughs> th- that body was messed up. Yeah, what what happened? Like, I thought when you drown, you kind of just like drown and maybe like get a little bloated. I'm not sure what really happens, but that was like a mangled body and like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And I was like, wow, that's really like good, like uh, practical effects or whatever. But yeah. why? Like, yeah, there what, was why did, did did like are the turtles attracted to to drowning bodies? Is that what it is? Yeah. They go, oh, he's all floaty, and just we swim up and like take huge chunks out of his neck, and the snakes apparently want to nest in his mouth, <laughs> right? That was just like, yeah, great effects. Not sure why it was there. I guess they tried to say, you know, like, hey, we said they're snakes. We got to really have it pay off here when we show this corpse. And they have this little tiny snake. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, the, that was just like, yeah, a little chill. Again, I don't know. Uh, look, someone had a python went, I want it in the movie. <laughs> yeah, great. We'll stick it in this kid's mouth. It'll be great. Now, you mentioned about the water fight uh, earlier on. And, you know, it was like, oh, Angela, go and get warm. The thing he didn't really say is, um, why are you having a water fight on the roof? Yeah, and it if it was like a flat roof, that might be okay. I don't still I don't know why they'd be up there, but they're not they're they're not only just throwing them at people like on the ground, they're throwing them at each other, so they could easily yeah. just fall off. They're just laughing about yeah, well- it. Yeah, those those tiles would have got super slippery. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. And, and one of the but it's just like you know what, let's have a water fight. I know. Let's have it on the roof. Nobody will expect that. 
No, no. And I don't, no, no one would expect I don't that. know if you saw in that scene, but uh, Mel is uh, trying to teach kids how to swing a baseball bat in the background. Oh. <laughs> he's like, here, this is how they do it in the pro. I don't know if that's what he says. I'm guessing that's what he was saying. But he's still smoking his cigar the whole time and teaching three little mm. kids how to swing a bat. Yeah. yeah, and I, I actually think what he said was, so this is how I got rid of my ex-wife. <laughs> and this is how I'm going to get Ricky later. Oh, he really hated Ricky, didn't he? God, he had a grudge out for him from the beginning. I know what oh. you did. It's like shaking him around like... <laughs> yeah, I know, it's just like, like a British nanny. He's giving him... It's <laughs> really giving it to giving him. him. Yeah, even that. While we're on the, on the subject of giving it to him, was Mozart reading a porn mag when they did the shaving cream gag? Because that's what it looked like. That's what I thought too and i was like how did he even find time to do that nobody ever is alone at that camp uh, well, maybe he likes no. the company who knows you know what i'm not going to kink shame anybody if he wants to stick his face in other people's butts and touch himself that's okay yeah or did he uh as long as it's maybe he let uh maybe he let billy borrow that magazine after Ooh. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe it was one of billy's magazines right <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so i think we want to stay away from that guy contest <laughs> now speaking speaking of billy um you know billy billy dies horribly but was is it just me or did, did it look like the bees were eating billy rather than stinging him to death yeah yeah they were definitely eating him <laughs> they 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 didn't have an animal handler on the set and they're like do, do bees eat and they're like mm, yeah i'm pretty sure they eat people yeah, <laughs> yeah. When when they get angry enough, they'll eat me. For sure, they just eat you. Yeah. And my favorite part so is that... uh, when uh, our killer is cutting through the screen behind him. He doesn't even take a second to like turn around and look. He's just so no. consumed by that wicked dump that he. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes when the music's playing, you just don't stop the instrument. <laughs> I guess so. You know, you, well, you know, so it can be hard if it's a wicked one. You might not be able to pitch it off. You don't know. Yeah, he, he might have might have been looking for a stick to poke it down with. I don't know who does. But uh, yeah, look, Billy Billy's end is is not good. No, because you know you know those bees they they try to eat everything. Yep, number one uh, eat, cause of death: bees bee that eat people. Bees that eat people. Now, very quite finally, and we've talked a lot about Judy, but do you reckon Judy's ponytail could have got any bigger? Yeah, I think they actually had to pay her a uh, second, like salary, uh, because her hair was like counted as another person. It was, it was, it was enormous. It's like it's. They didn't have any brooms on set, so they were like, "Hey, Judy, just like move your head back and forth. We got to sweep this area off." Yeah, can, can you do handstands and like walk through here? Like, <laughs> like, I, I expected it to pull like a switchblade out of it. It was that big. It was mental. Yeah, and the curling iron she's using <laughs> later in the film—that's not big enough. No, 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 no. That she needed industrial level curl. <laughs> uh, I mean, because she gives it a good go with the hairdryer, and you know that like she's probably used like a full can of hairspray oh, yeah. every day. Oh yeah, that's yeah. not good for to hell with the environment. Yeah, to hell with the environment. I need to have big hair, big hair, and a resting. Big hair. <laughs> Can't have one without the other. Your time is almost up, so give me your final 
thoughts. You know, there's been a lot happening in this movie and a lot of really weird, questionable things, but we're, we're slowly closing out towards the end and we've talked about Mel. Now, I want to say quite clearly, never trust a man in white leather shoes. <laughs> That's probably a good motto to go by. I mean, him and his, his uh, nylon green pants, he just looked like a predator. There was no two ways about it. Oh, absolutely. And he wasn't hiding the fact that he was he was apparently going to have dinner with a teenage girl. Okay, but like he he was wrong for that, yes. But she was also like into it, like oh yeah, she was like, oh, remember that dinner you were going to promise me? And it's just like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> why do you want to do that? Like, why now? Yeah, yeah, why why now? I mean, seriously, just ew, it's just horrible. Um, and uh, while while that's going on, and uh, uh, young Judy is uh, apparently making friends with uh with Mike, who is a wet kisser. Oh, yeah. Um, with, I just went, ew, that's gross. <laughs> um, I, I like how Mel just like storms in. Like, no one knocks. She's like, <laughs> not a single person. In. No, you know, well, you know, what if, what if young Mozart's in a, you know, enjoying a bit of private time <laughs> or, or, you know, coming into himself with, with Billy? <laughs> uh, you don't want to walk in on something like that. That's not appropriate. No, no, but Mel would just cover it up anyway, like everything else at the camp. That's true. You just offer him an extra $15 a week and decide to never mention it again. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about a thing. Now, um, we, we talked about Meg just a second ago, and that brings me to something is, what was she doing in the shower? I mean, other than obviously getting stabbed through the wall, there was a lot of humming <laughs> and just like, I mean, look, you know, I, I shower whenever I can. Um, no one showers like that. <laughs> no, sometimes I'll hum, but I don't, I don't do anything close to that. Like, I don't, I'm not real sure what that was. Uh, there were a few points in the movie, like the, uh, the dude that gets killed in, in underwater in the canoe that drowns. He was singing a song too. Yes. <laughs> what was he saying? It was like, oh god. Oh god. I tried to. Booby dooby doo. It was. It was some. It was just rubbish. Yeah, and I was like, oh cool, a song. And then I was like, that's not a song. Those are just <laughs> noises. What is he doing? <laughs> It's just nonsense. And, and again, was it because he was high? Apparently, is is that what it was? I didn't um, think. I didn't think that that joint affected him as much as it did his friend, because him and his friend were trying to talk to those girls. And uh, what he's like, hey, that girl's coming, and that guy's like, ha, 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 ha. and I was like, all yeah, right, dude, settle down, settle down. Yes, <laughs> settle down. Because I mean, look, you know, I, I, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not uh, foreign to the Mary Jane, but uh, I, I've I've never had a joint that made me just go <laughs> about absolutely everything. No, not at all. Maybe the director was like, "Here's your 15 seconds, make it count." And the guy's like, "I know how they'll notice me." Yes, I'll laugh like I'm on smack. <laughs> That'll do it. Um, yeah, uh, that was Mike, and again, Mike, Mike was another one of those 35 year old teens. Um, <laughs> um, just, oh, I know, I know. Now, just just harking back to to Mel and, and Meg because they, for me they were a big part of the movie and they were a very strange part. When Mel finds Meg's body or her corpse that is apparently standing upright until the point that he walks in the door, yeah. um, and then she falls through the curtain, um, and is completely bloodless despite the fact that you know she's had her spine cut out. There's <laughs> only like a two foot like slice down her back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, but that she's fine. Um, 
I swear, Mel looked like he was wondering if Meg's corpse was just a, was too cold just for a quick go. You know? Yeah, he's like, the color seems off, but maybe the body's still warm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look, no one ever need know, Mel. <laughs> and I guess the there's a lot of downfalls at that camp and like things that could be better. But her not having blood, that just says that the plumbing's really good there. Yeah, that's right. No clogging, no clogging in, in that one at all. And, and like I said, well, considering that, you know, Mel is a, a deviant and a pedophile, <laughs> necrophiliac's probably not, you know, a big thing to add. Yeah, I, I could see him making that next step. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when, once you've gone so far, eh, what happened? Now, Judy gets her come up, you know, gets her come up and she, she finally meets her in. But, uh, we learn that A, she has a glass jaw and B, <laughs> she has a fondness for shadow puppets. Yeah, here. And now it's a dog. And now a cat. <laughs> and now <laughs> Look, a jester. It's just like, and, and she died as she lived with her curling on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that was a pretty brutal one. Yeah, I like how she just like Angela, who obviously everyone knows is the killer. Um, just moves the bed back and rolls her underneath. Like <laughs> no one will find her there. It'll be fine. Exactly. It's the simple right. things in life. Yeah. Now, one of the simple things that I really enjoy is apparently they're quite happy to give small children um hunting arrowheads <laughs> uh, when they're doing archery. Yeah, that was something, huh? Yeah, you know what? We're going to teach them how to use a bow and arrow. Let's give them something that's absolutely designed to kill bears. Right? Uh, I think they might have just borrowed them from Rambo or something. He was on, he was on set <laughs> with them. He's like, if you want to kill them, you gotta shoot them with this arrow here. If you really want to do it, you need the explosive arrow. It'll take out an entire Vietnamese village. <laughs> See now, if if Mel had got shot with that arrow, that would have been awesome. Right? That would have been a. That would have been fitting. It would have been so just seeing his whole body. Um, although it would have been harder to cover. <laughs> at, at this point in time, I don't think he When Mel died, he probably had a note on him and he's like, whoever finds this body, cover it up. <laughs> yeah, that's right, to, to drag it out the wooden it. No one need ever know. <laughs> if you're reading this, I'm dead. Um, here's 20 bucks. Here's 20 bucks. <laughs> It's twenty bucks. Yeah, it's there's twenty bucks in my in my pocket. Take it. Um now on the on the note of covering things up and probably on the reverse of uncovering, do you think Paul could have taken his clothes off any faster when Angela asked him to go swimming? It's like <laughs> It was just one of those like rip away suits he was wearing. <laughs> he had like the Harlem Globetrotters like warm ups on and just tore him right off to tore him right off. He's like Yes. Yeah, he's, he's, he was Magic Mike in that motherfucker. He's like, there you go, check me out. He's just like ready to go. Uh, and again, oh, Mike, not me, Paul. You got what you said. It's, it's um, and again, there was another scene of some weird humming and music. Yes! <laughs> Someone was clearly obsessed with, with weird humming. Right. I guess I thought this movie was uh, known for, like, the ending, but it should be known for weird weird noise music. Like, yes, they could it's create their own genre, like, from this movie. Yeah. Yeah, serial killer humming music. It's just, it's just oh. yeah. We talked about we talked about mustaches earlier on, but something that really stuck in my mind about the end of this movie is the close-up that they give oh, to Deputy Doofy's mustache. That is so clearly a stick-on mustache. Oh my god! Yeah, like you don't notice it, like when he's there first, um, after uh, Ar- Artie gets burned or whatever. But yeah. on the Blu-ray and the close-up like that, you're like, oh goodness, like <laughs> yeah. 
Like, I could see if it looked bad back in the day, but even then, that's a little questionable because it was pretty obvious, pretty blatant. Yeah, yeah, that looks well on the Blu-ray because that's how, obviously, how I was it as well. It's just like, and it zooms right in and you go, oh, I can actually see the tape <laughs> that they've used to stick that onto his face. Oh, yeah, that's it was, bad. It was just like bad. Now, while we're talking about bad things, Angela's killer face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it what, came with the what? growl, because if it was just the face, I, I don't know what I would do with that, but it, it's that animalistic growl that she somehow acquires uh, for the face. Yeah, she's ah! I mean, seriously, she's trying to, like, dislocate her jaw. <laughs> <laughs> like she, she wants to eat Paul's head, like, ah, ah, like an anaconda or something. Yeah. <laughs> that is just, oh, that was, like, that was the single scariest thing in this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> it really ah! is. Uh, that and that giant yes. snake. Yes, <laughs> coming at, coming out of the fall portal. Not the, whatever that keeps <laughs> Too many people. Too, too many dead children. <laughs> they they definitely didn't hold back um, on the dead children oh, no. aspect. Uh, speaking no. of that real quick, like when uh, no, that one counselor takes them into the woods, why did Angela go kill them? Yeah, that, that's right. It's just like, yeah, Eddie's taking all these, like, little kids out in the woods, but promptly leaves them, like, just lying there under the stars, unprotected. What did she have uh, to gain from that? Uh, I don't know. Like, they had an axe. Like, cause I she, think she wanted to. She killed everybody that, like, started a grudge with her at camp. The only thing I could yep. think of was those were the kids that threw sand on her when they were, when she was drowning. Maybe, but I don't. I that's, don't know. That's a stretch at, at best. So yeah, I, I think by that point it didn't matter. Angela just wanted them all, dead. <laughs> all of them dead. Fuck. She she Fuck almost wiped out the whole camp. She did. She did. And, and the, actually, you know what? If she killed like absolutely everybody and, and just like left, walking back up the road, just. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been awesome. That would have been absolutely awesome. And speaking of endings, uh, I just want to say thanks to the theme song. But Angela's penis was not what I'd just been. Looking for. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know anybody that was expecting that or wanted to uh, see that. No, but listen, you know the theme song is just what you've been looking for, <laughs> and I'm going. No, it wasn't. It really, really wasn't. It's the old uh, subliminal message right there. Mm, well, you know, they've been trying to rub dicks in their face the whole movie through. Yeah. Uh, what, what's one more? <laughs> the old actual one. <laughs> it's in the actual... Surprise! You know what? That was awesome fun. Thanks, thanks for joining me on the couch, Jim. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, look, any any time you want to come back now, I do have to warn you, um, because we're in the future. Um, when you go back, you may find that, um, unfortunately, you're trapped inside a giant pot full of fog. Oh man. What a bummer. Either, yeah, either that or it's all just a dream and you're actually sleeping next to Angela. Ah! <laughs> you have been listening to Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock, a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock.